welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form, he's Devin. And he's Luke. And together we're... Talking about Deadpool. Yeah, uh, in our annual tradition of finding what-if issues that tie into movies, however loosely, and hopefully on weeks that we don't have to do them as bonus episodes, we are covering the only Deadpool what-if that we could find that actually had Deadpool in the title. Like, he appears in a few others, and, like, you could argue that Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe is one of them, but... And then Deadpool kills... Oh, Deadpool, like, Killigy? Uh, you mean Deadpool Killustrated? Yeah, that's it, Killustrated. Yeah, well, another... Killigy is actually what they refer to as all three of them. And then there's Deadpool Kills Deadpool. Yeah, which we'll probably do sometime in the future, just that's because. Some... They are pretty good. I enjoyed those, but... Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, what if... Uh... I'm surprised he's not in more. Just, like, for how popular that character is, that he doesn't have more what-if issues. Yeah, no, I, I, I will agree with that. I mean, I thought that there'd be at least one more, but the only one that we could get is what if Venom slash Deadpool slash... What if Venom possessed Deadpool and it's... And that wasn't even really an issue either because... Well, it was... There a... like one or two of the fragments of it because it ran as like a backup feature in yeah. one of the other it What w- If runs. It was originally a backup feature in What If Dark Reign, the Osborne assassination, What If Wolverine, Father, which you may remember from our Father's Day episode, What mm-hmm. If Spider-Man, and What If Iron Man, Demon in an Armor. Yeah, have that issue. Yeah. And it was, I knew how the issue ended because of that. But. Yeah. And it was written by Rick Remender, with pencils by Sean Maul, inks by Mark Irwin, John Livesey, and Walden Wong, with Scott Hanna, colors by Chris Sotomayor, and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles, and these take place on Earth 9211 slash Earth 615.9. And I put in my notes, God, I regret having us cover this. As you should. This was actually much worse than I remember it being. Yeah, no, like, at, I remember well, the... Oh, I did fir- read the other at segment after the Wolverine issue, too. Yeah. Well, like, the first time that I read this, uh, I was working in the comic shop, and I remember, like, really loving this. And I remember, like, a lot of people being really excited about this whole, like, backup feature, especially because it was recollected as a single issue. And, like, I have no idea why I thought it was so good, or why I thought it was good at all. There are parts of it I enjoyed, but... Yeah, but it it did not age well, and considering it's making fun of, like, old-school comics continuity and stuff like that, it, it does not speak well of the quality of the comic itself. No. Uh, yeah. So we start off with the Boy Watcher. Because it's a girl, so she watches boys, you see, who introduces... Oh, yeah, supposed to be like a filthy hipster or something. That was what I was getting out of it. I, I, I have no idea. Uh, she introduces us to Earth 615.9, which is really the universe that everyone should have been focusing on the entire time, which is dumb. All right. There's a reason why it's not officially numbered Earth 615.9. Yep. And we start off in 1985, where Galactus hires Deadpool to kill the Beyonder, who in this universe is powered by the cosmic Jerry Curl, which, uh, 
Beyonder has become human, which means that he's vulnerable, and Galactus wants the Beyonder dead because he merged Modok to Galactus's butt. In return, Deadpool... I've enjoyed so far. I did enjoy the Tom Selleck mustache that Deadpool is sporting. And I think they brought that back in uh, the Secret Wars, or Deadpool's Secret Secret Wars. They did. Which was also by Remender, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think it was. Or it may have been Cullen Bunn. One of those two. And, uh... Classic Deadpool writers. Yeah. Eh, they are my favorite Deadpool writers. Remender did a good job in X Force, and I was say, mostly. Oh, I don't even think he did like traditional Deadpool. I think he just did him in X Force. Yeah, and I love Uncanny X Force Deadpool. Yeah, well, it was like a good mix, but I don't think Cullen Bunn has ever really written a Deadpool focus series. Though I'm not a big fan of his stuff. He He's what? the one who wrote the Deadpool trilogy. Oh, that's right. Okay, I. Yeah, and I think he's been writing the Deadpool zombie stuff. He's been doing... He's the one who does, like, all of the Deadpool, like, miniseries. Because I think he's even the one who wrote that new one that just came out. The, like, Merch for Money or whatever? No, um... Let me check. I've got the issue right over here. Or I think he's, like... Or he's going to be writing a new one. I was wrong. I did not have the issue right there. Ugh. It's in my closet. Hold up. Ah, oh, yeah, it's Colin Bunn writing it. Damn, look at that. Look, you paid attention to the solicits. I was more excited about uh, Salva Espen right, doing the illustrations for it. Well, that's fair. Nah, and I've also fallen behind on Deadpool, too. Yeah, I I can't blame you. It's one of those series that it's continuing because it has to. Yes. Which I don't think is a good reason, though I am excited for Deadpool Bad Blood featuring friends of the show, Chris Sims and Chad Bowers, Chad Bowers, who did what? X-Men 92. Oh, the X-Men 92 comic? Yeah, they did a original Deadpool graphic novel with The Rob. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And they've been saying some interesting stuff about that, so... Oh, I, nice. I, I'm looking forward to having Chris on our Valentine's Day special. Yeah, I'll get to talk to Chris finally. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully you don't get trapped in the aviatorium again. That's true. Oh. It, it's hard to believe we've been doing this for almost a year now. Right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, we had posted our second episode around the time... Of the movie Marathon. Yeah. Yeah, it was that time. Mm-hmm. Dang you. I am surprised we have kept at this. Yeah. But we did good. Yeah, so let's stop patting ourselves on the back. And, uh... So Deadpool, in return for killing the Beyonder because uh, Galactus now has a Modak on his butt, Deadpool wants the continuity cue, which will give him absolute uh, relevancy. And so to do the job, Deadpool is gifted with the Retcon Expungifier, which lets the bearer change the target's history. Deadpool ends up finding the Beyonder in a club and is instantly hypnotized by him to party with him and his ladies and Bobby Oceanic, who is a 
parody of Billy Ocean. Yep. And Spider-Man in a in his Venom symbiote suit ends up coming in for revenge for Secret Wars while they're flying in a limo, and he ends up getting the symbiote blasted off of him with a laser, and the symbiote ends up bonding to Deadpool instead, making him into Venom Pool. But you also learn that Peter Parker is also a Satanist in this universe. Mm-hmm. As he screams, save me, Lord Mephisto, as he falls to his death. And Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man presumably dies. Uh, so we come... Yeah, I assume he died. Yeah. He's not near a wall. He doesn't have the web shooters. Yeah, and he didn't have organic web shooters at this time. Yes. So we come uh, a few years later where Venom Pool, Beyonder, and Tony Stark have become washed up addicts. And Beyonder just sobers himself up and leaves, which finally frees Venom Pool from the effects of the Beyonder. So he immediately sells Tony Stark to AIM so he can buy back the retconic expungifier and get his life in check again. To be fair, I did think him selling... This is one of the parts. I did find him selling Tony Stark to AIM as actually relatively amusing. Oh yeah, no, that was a fantastic joke. And he ends up trying to uh, get work... But because it's now the 80s, the symbiote Jerry curls prevent him from getting work. And I... Yeah. So he ends up chasing them off with uh, Bell's Spider-Man style. And if he, and then he just becomes a murderous superhero. At the same time, let's look at all the terrible outfits of some of our previous super teams that we see. Damn that ponytail on Johnny Storm. God, that was bad. And everyone's wearing cool other jackets. Mm-hmm. Because it's been hit. Uh, so someone, possibly Nick Fury, ends up suggesting that he joins the newest Secret Wars, Secret Wars 8. And oh, I assumed it was Nick Fury. Yeah, it becomes a weird thing about criticizing fans and new characters. and it, it It's not clear with what it's criticizing. It's And that's the worst thing about a critique. Because it's like, oh, you want new characters, but all the new characters are bad and stuff like that. Well, there's like a lot of things about this, too. Because also, it's one of my problems I have with Tom Brevert mm-hmm. that he brings up, which is when the Watcher brings up 615.9. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're not the 616. And then there's like a little exclamation point. 616 is the way hardcore Mar- is the way hardcore Marvel fans refer to the Marvel Universe. And I die a little every time they do. It's just like, screw you, Tom Bre- Brevert. Yep. Like, well, first off, one, like, most of your writers write that way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it was always referred to in one... Oh, in Secret Wars, it was referred to that way. In um, Spider-Verse, that's how Dan Slott always referred to it. Yeah, but now it's Marvel Prime. Which, um, I, which I just thought was weird that they did that. Yeah. I get you going for, like, a new, <clears throat> new angle, but at the same time, it's like, that's what DC calls theirs. Yeah. I thought the numbering system was, like, a good, like, way of differentiating yourselves. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, the curl is out there, and we end up meeting Harry Springer, a Watcher version of Jerry Springer, and... represents the 2000s, which, to be fair, in my elementary slash middle school days, I did watch a lot of Maury Povich and Jerry Springer after school. Yeah, and the Jerry curl ended up being coming Carnage Curl, which is a woman, and she, Venom Pool, and Beyonder are, well no, he's just Deadpool now, 
So Carnage, Curl, Deadpool, and Beyonder are on the Harry Springer show. Deadpool ended up getting the gun back and tried to kill Beyonder by inviting him to a party. But Beyonder ended up showing up with Carnage Curl, which ended up uh, just messing with his plans, and she's been messing with him ever since. And apparently she's also pregnant with the Beyonder's baby, but it turns out that it was actually Galactus who is, quote, the baby daddy. So Beyonder and Galactus get in a fight, and the Earth is destroyed. Deadpool ends up expunging Beyonder and Galactus from reality and becomes a hero of the world and a movie star. Thor shows up, because you see his movie was coming out at the time, and Deadpool kills him for stealing attention and then kills every other hero and villain, except for the women that he likes, and he becomes the only person who matters in the world. Doc Samson tells him that he has a problem, and Deadpool doesn't like that, so he melts uh, Doc Samson's head off. But then I was like, oh, Doc Samson was actually right. Maybe I should have, like, actually lived a life where I did things that mattered instead of just rewriting things. Yep. And then he's like, well, screw this, and he makes the universe disappear forever. Thank God. Yeah, so it was not a good issue at all. And also, like, came up to was like, what was his powers even, too? Deadpool? Because, like, you see him, like, plenty of times also, like, web-swinging throughout the city. I have no idea. So it was like, does he still have part of, like, Carnage in him, or Sarah like, in him? Maybe, like, maybe he just got rid of the Jerry curl, but kept the rest... It, it, it makes no sense, it was not a good story. Nope. It was bad. Yeah, so, we decided to challenge this story by coming up with a better Deadpool what-ifs. So we've each come up with two, and you said you had a serious one and a joke one, and I've got a serious one and a jokey one. So, do you want to go with the serious ones first? Actually, I want to go with the jokey one first. Okay. Well, do you want me to read my jokey one first? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, mine is, what if Deadpool moved to a nice, quiet neighborhood? And so he moves into a nice, quiet neighborhood, no longer desiring to be a mercenary. Unfortunately, there's this really jerky kid named Dennis in the neighborhood who keeps pulling pranks on him. You see, because he's Mr. Wilson... <laughs> and Deadpool ends up warning the kid to stay away, but he doesn't, and so Deadpool ends up just stringing him up in the middle of the neighborhood as a warning to anyone else that he is not going to tolerate pranks. And that's the jokey one. It's not really a good joke. I kind of enjoy that. Yeah. But the one I had was, what if Deadpool was the watcher, but he interfered more? And basically, I did it as kind of in like a semblance of duck amok, where he just keeps transforming stuff and messing with people. Yes, basically to entertain he, himself. And just keeps dicking around with everyone. Yeah, that's not bad. And then we've got our serious ones. So my serious one is: What if Wade Wilson joined the New Mutants way, way back in the original New Mutants graphic novel? Yeah, like, in the old school team. Oh, you didn't get my reference. What was your reference? You're like way, way back, and then I interrupted you within the 1980s. Oh, a bunch of... Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, when uh, Professor Xavier is teaming up with Moira McTaggart to find all the other new mutants... Uh, he ends up recruiting a young Wade Wilson who joins the rest of the team 
uh, when Donald Pierce and uh, Cannonball, who had been hired as a uh, bodyguard at the time, are capturing the mutants, Wade Wilson just comes in and kills everyone in the team, like all the Hellfire guards, including Cannonball. And Xavier is really, really not happy about this, but he's like, well, if I have redeemed Wolverine, I can redeem you as well. And Ileana ends up, like, thinking that she has this connection with the guy because, you know, Ileana's ready to cut someone. Mm-hmm. And, like, they try to become friends until, like, she slowly comes to the realization that he is just a brutal killer. And she ends up sending him to Limbo where he ends up becoming the Goblin King and taking over Limbo. Oh, no. Yeah. She needs to stop doing that, because that's how she loses powers. Pretty much. Remember what happened to Skiz? I do. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so that's... You back? Yeah. But then she sent the Black King of the Hellfire Club to there, and that would not end well. It wouldn't, but then I just decided I was never going back there because the mission was over. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so what is your serious pitch for Deadpool? Well, as you know, if no episode is incomplete without some sort of Spider-Man interference. Mm-hmm. What if Deadpool is the one who killed Uncle Ben? <laughs> okay. But Peter never finds that out until it comes up. You know, like how Deadpool is now trying to be like BFFs with Peter Parker? Mm-hmm. That's when it comes up. Deadpool casually mentions it once. And then basically Peter has a huge meltdown. And basically becomes like a much more violent vigilante. He ends up becoming a team-up with the Punisher as they try to take down Deadpool. Okay, I think that really... I think that works. Okay, well our next step is to put all of these universes onto Trials of the Multiverse. So the first one we have is Earth 9211, and it's definitely bottom half, right? Oh yeah, easily. Okay, so our current dividing... I think it's the bottom quarter. Just skip, oh, just skip okay, it. okay. Uh, well, let's go with... Um, how does it compare to Ant May became the astonishing Ant-Ant? I think it's worse. Well, eh. I don't know. What do you think? Well, uh, right... I don't joke when there was a couple of jokes in that issue I liked. Well, right above that is spider gotten abuse. Oh, uh, yeah, that, is, that issue. And right under it is Antelope Men. I like it better than Antelope Men, because Antelope like Men have nothing Antelope at Men all. Too. So I think, like, right under Ant May became the astonishing Ant-Ant. Okay, yeah, do it. Okay, so Earth... Clicked on the wrong spreadsheet. So Earth 9211, Okay. And so let's put on our joke universes first. So what if Deadpool moved to a nice, quiet neighborhood? Uh, top half? Bottom half? It's in the middle. Okay. Well, our current uh, number is 234, so divided by 2. Let's open up that calculator, because I am not good at math in my head. It's 117. Oh, okay. Yep, so... 117 is, what if Sue Storm had become the thing? I uh, think yours better than that. 
Okay. Uh, is it better than Hulk versus Alpha Flight, which also had Deadpool in it? Yeah, they really No, I, I like that one better. Okay, so our new 117 is Earth question mark. Uh, Dennis the Menace versus Deadpool. And now your uh, first one. I'm totally blanking on that because I don't have it written down. What was it's your? The, what, it's what if Deadpool was the Watcher, Duck and Buck style. Okay. Hmm. Well, see, now it's hard because I don't want to offend you because we've each got one more universe to go go with. Uh. I think it's a solid idea. It could use a bit more development to, for sure. to really get an idea. Um, I'm looking around uh, Racket Raccoon slash The Scriddler. Yes. Because those both could have used more development. I like it more than Racket Raccoon, but not as much as Kazar was a middle-aged accountant. That's fair. I enjoyed the Kazar as a middle-aged accountant. So, Earth question mark is our new 127. Deadpool is the Watcher a la Duckamuck. Okay, and then we have uh, Deadpool, or what if uh, Wade Wilson joined the New Mutants? How are you feeling about this one? That could have been a cool issue. Mm-hmm. So, top half at least? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you know me, I like my ideas pretty well, so I'm looking for another one that we've covered, or uh, created. Uh, is it as good as Storm in Norman? No. No? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'd like it, but I, I don't want to be fully tooting my own horn. The one above that is Impossible Man Took Over the Earth. Yeah, no, I like that one better. Okay. So, better or worse than Storm and Norman? Uh, I mean, in terms of like a series I would read, I would say it would be better than that. Okay. So, our new number 46... Where Storm and Norman, it's mostly that's just how I referred to Norman Osborn. Yeah. What if Deadpool joined the New Mutants? It's our new number 46. And then we have yours, which is what if Deadpool killed Uncle Ben? Which I really liked, that idea. I mean, the premise itself was a good sell, I think. Uh, could have used a bit more development later on. Oh, probably could have. I kind of made that part up on the spot. Yeah, well, I, I... I didn't write down what my original idea were for where that was going to go was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, uh, other areas that we have are uh, Luke's Secret War shipping chart, which I'd put this around that area. Yeah. Uh, better than... Uh, is it better than Luke's Secret War shipping chart as opposed to uh, Shore 
who was uh, your well, Shore is down there a decent bit further. It's better than Shore. Yeah. Uh, is it better than Lizard Earth? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would give it over Lizard Earth. Is it better than what if the leader decided to buy a hat? I don't know. Here's the thing. I feel like you should decide where it goes. Um, I'd put it between the two leader ones because it's not as good as the leader went to the movies and had to sit, or you went to the movies and had to sit behind the leader. But I think it's better than what if the leader had to decide if the leader had to buy a hat. Oh man, splitting up those leader worlds. Ah uh, yeah. So our new number eighty-three is what if Deadpool killed Uncle Ben. And Devin, do you know what we're covering next week? All of House of M. Damn, yes we are. So many houses. So many M's. Really, it should be called City of M, with the amount of issues. I'd say, uh... Yeah, I can't come up with a joke for that right now. It's it's too early in the morning. That's fair. Uh, but yeah. So next week we're covering House of M, so if you have stuff that you want us to uh, talk about House of M, you can reach us at multiversalq at gmail.com. You can visit us online at multiversalq.com. Please leave reviews for us on iTunes and uh, other sites where you'd leave reviews. We also have Facebook, so give us a like. And yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. You can find me on the Twitter at Fred Ofet, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And I'm also on the Nerd Scenarios podcast. So, yeah. I'm on the PlayStation Network, yeah. We can play video games together. Wouldn't that be a fun Patreon reward? You can play video games with me. Oh, I actually did update the Patreon rewards. A man who is adequate at video games. (laughs) Uh, if you would like to support us on Patreon, check out our new rewards. We made it a much better system, where eventually we're going to get to the point where we start doing a catalog of the multiverses. So, if that sort of thing sounds interesting to you, uh, drop us some money. I think that's all for right now. I'm uh, in. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. Peace.